Today on Ruta Daily, we talk about how you can share the message of Jesus with your family this Thanksgiving. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and we're narrowing in on Thanksgiving 2018. And last year, you know, Lauren and I, about this time, we were looking for uh, our Thanksgiving turkey in Illinois, and we were going to every store. And it turns out, you know, a few days before Thanksgiving, turkeys get pretty scarce. And we could not, uh, for the life of us, find the, the right size and shape of turkey that we needed. And finally, we found someone. But take this as my warning to you. If you don't have your Thanksgiving turkey yet, pause this, download the podcast on your favorite app, jump in your car and turn it back on and listen, but go to the store right now. Don't wait until the last minute like I did. Thanksgiving's got to be on the list of my top five favorite holidays in the year. You get a day off of work just so you can eat pie. You know, try calling that in any other time of the year. Yeah, I don't think I can come in today because I just bought myself an entire pumpkin pie. I'm planning to demolish it. I'll be back tomorrow. There's no other time like this. But Thanksgiving comes with a lot more than just lots of turkey and pie. It's probably also a time when you get to see some family you don't normally get to spend time with. And while it's often great to be with family, sometimes the Thanksgiving dinner table conversation can be difficult to navigate. You know, say, they say there's two things that you don't bring up at dinner, religion and politics. And I joke because I'm a preacher who majored in political science in college, so I probably shouldn't get too many invites to dinner. But there is this social norm that in order to keep the peace with people who disagree with us, we should just avoid talking about anything meaningful. But we have heard and we believe the way and the truth and the life, the only path to God. And you might not have a better opportunity than this week to share that good news with the people you care about. Love means you have to talk about what is meaningful, even if it's difficult. So here are four quick tips for talking about Christ around this Thanksgiving's dinner table. Number one. We have to understand that we are called to always share our faith. There's never a bad time to talk about Jesus. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 8 tells us that we should never be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me as prisoner. Rather, join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. We have the greatest message on earth. There should be nothing that keeps us from shouting it from the rooftops. Yet Peter calls us to do it with gentleness and respect. It says, but in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect in 1 Peter 3.15. Always be ready and willing to talk to people about your hope in Christ, but do so gently. Share your faith and love. Number two, remember that you fall short like everyone else. We're not perfect on our own, and your family probably knows that. And that's why we need Christ. A little humility will go a long way when we're speaking with others. In 1 John 1.8, we get a much-needed reminder that if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. You know, we have all fallen short of the glory of God, and we need his mercy. 
So even when you're frustrated with someone who won't accept God's truth, remember, they're not in any position that you haven't been in. At one point when we sinned, we rejected God too. If you try to make people believe that you are faultless, that you never fall short, then as soon as you do mess up, their faith will crumble. We don't have faith in our own perfection, but in Christ's. Number three, don't act like you have all the answers because you don't. You know, breaking news, we don't know everything and we don't need to know everything. Hebrews chapter four, verse 12 reassures me that for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. I don't have the right answers on my own, but God does and his word does. And if I'll turn to it when I need it, instead of trying to rely on myself, I have an alive and active weapon. As Christians, our job isn't to have all the answers. I don't have to be a life coach. As, as a preacher, people come to me all the time asking for advice and counsel about what's going on in their lives. And I'm always amazed at what people are dealing with that, that never shows up on the surface. And a lot of times, I don't have an answer. I, I don't have a, a quick fix to their problems. And some questions just don't have good human answers. And when I give up the facade that I have it all figured out, then I can start to show that Christ is helping me through my life too. It's not because of my own strength, but his. Paul writes in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13, and we also thank God continually because when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it not as a human word, but as it actually is, the word of of God, which is indeed at work in you who believe. You don't want your loved ones to have faith in you. You want them to have faith in Christ. You might let them down, but Christ never will. So don't try to have all the answers, but be ready to show them where the answers can be found. Number four, and most importantly, seize every opportunity. Find a question, a comment, a, a joke, that is an opening to understanding someone. You know, Paul prayed in Colossians 4.3 that God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains. So pray that a door will be open to you too and be ready to walk through it when it is. Be ready when someone asks you a question about your faith to invite them to start from the beginning, that Jesus is the Son of God and our Savior. When I start a new one-on-one -on -one study with someone, I always pray that I will have a chance to start from the beginning. You know, most of the time, the openings we have don't actually have much to do with the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. So there are questions like, what do you or, or your church think about, insert a cultural or political issue here, or, or they'll ask why I do something in a certain way. And it's easy to just whip out a verse that, that answers their question. And maybe we feel a little attacked or we just don't want to take the time to talk more, but there is an opportunity there. Move beyond their question to tell them how it all ties back to Jesus and his sacrifice for us. Always center your answers on the redemptive message of the gospel. So to review, number one, understand that we are called to always share our faith. Number two, 
Remember that you fall short like everyone else. Number three, you don't have all the answers, so don't act like it. Number four, and most importantly, seize every opportunity. Remember that on our own, we have no power, but the word does. Our job isn't to be able to answer every question that's lobbed our way. It's to show the world where those answers are found. If you haven't yet, go and buy that turkey, and that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure the others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.